All, All right. right. Okay. Hello and welcome, everyone, to a podcast about Magic the Gathering called Monday Night Magic. It's been a long time. My name is Tom. I hosted this podcast potentially before some of you were born. That might be listening to this podcast. That's great. Over 10 years. Um, but to join me to bring you this kind of rebirth, kind of this renewal of Monday Night Magic uh, is Brent, who's joining me. Again, this is the new world virtually in that we are not recording using Gizmo, which is how we used to record the original Monday Night Magic 15 years ago. That was a, that was a long, long, long time ago. Or Pamela, which he had to use to record Skype calls and was very persnickety about working very well. Was, is Pamela worse than Craig? Yeah. Uh... I'd say yes, probably. Okay. At least Craig kind of tells you when it's going to, you know, S-H-I-T the bed. Pamela would just <laughs> do it and leave you a note. <laughs> like you didn't know until the morning sort of thing. <laughs> um, and also working in the background, we have our, we're not sure the exact level could be biological, could be electromechanical intelligence. We're not sure. We also have Vincent who is helping us do constant and never ceasing <laughs> fact checking since... I just kind of say what I think. Um, so Brent, this is going to be short. We're just kind of reintroducing everybody. We've been chatting, honestly, for about an hour before we even did this. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about magic, but do you maybe want to kind of tell a little bit about yourself and kind of what brings you to play magic and what you like to do with the game? I guess uh, I've been playing magic since way back before a lot of people that listen to this podcast were born back in 94. <laughs> Soundboards. And then uh, uh, my uh, younger brother, in, in his infinite wisdom, uh, decided to burn all of my cards. So I stopped burn playing them? Yeah, he, we got in a fight. And so he did the logical thing of a 15-year-old mind and uh, burned my cards. But he was smart enough, the way I had him set up in the uh, my little collection box, he took out all the nice things like, you know, dual lands and those and sold them to his friends, which they weren't nearly the prices that they are now. And then when I told was it my for mom, weed? Did he sell it for no, drug money? He oh, sold okay. them. And then when I went to my mom, said he burned my cards, and I said, "This is how much my cards are worth." He just paid me the cash back for it because he actually sold them for more than they were worth to his friends. And figured. so okay, that, basically, that's just sociopathic at that point. <laughs> that's that's premeditated. So then, back in about uh, then, I stopped for a few years, and then in uh, 2000, I picked it back up again, and I've been uh, on and off since I've been. I don't get to play every week, but I've definitely been following it, and I really enjoy it. It's a it's a good game. It gets your uh, brain thinking, and uh, there's there's uh, with social media now, uh, Magic Twitter. There's never a dull moment. So make you sad every moment of the day. <laughs> every moment. <laughs> I get the 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 we would again. This will be a short one, but I won't even get into the whole MTG DAO. The whole oh. person thought that they could just randomly like <laughs> make NFTs of intellectual property which it was just phenomenal to read like what yeah definitely some entitlement <laughs> can't there. do that what the hell <laughs> but i thought though the, i read that letter that apparently came from the wizard's lawyer I, th- I thought they were much more diplomatic than i would have thought they would be with that one like maybe you shouldn't do this it's probably a bad idea to do this like prison prison time yeah bad. um and then i'll yeah we won't get into Everybody gets a favorite magic artist, and then your dreams get crushed oh. and dashed on a regular, consistent oh. basis. Um, because, like artists, all, all of us are human, and sometimes I, have weird moral flaws. We'll say. 
some of us might have bought that secret layer and thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, and then apparently uh, Johnny Magic, who who I didn't realize worked for a hedge fund, is now <laughs> trying to separate wizards from or ha- wizards from Hasbro so they can. They called them an activist hedge fund, which I had never heard that term before. That's another just, we could bring it up in more detail, but that was just another bizarre story about how they're going to keep magic alive by, I guess, I don't know. Getting people on the board of Hasbro, it's it's just weird. So strange. Yeah, that, uh, that seems like that to me. And I, I don't know how that would actually play out. It seems like there's a lot of... Uh, People who think that that on Twitter who are like, hey, this would be great. I don't think they really understand exactly how that works. Like the board is going to suddenly make they're going to bring back tournaments they are going to do it. Uh, probably not. I don't think so. I guess for me, like my one pie in the sky dream for that is like so. I mean, we're being capitalistic to the end where this this hedge fund, which I'm assuming what they they want to you know get companies that are undervalued, not necessarily you know cheap, but undervalued and then extract value from them and then. I was reading some tweets where people had kind of dug into some of the history of the companies this hedge fund had worked with. Um, Typically would sell them within about a year, you know, hopefully for a big profit. Uh, So if, you know, if I'm hedge fund man, I've got, I've got Wizards of the Coast now and be like, I want to make lots of money. I have to say this whole reserve list thing makes zero sense to me. If I'm if I want to sell cards for money, reserve list goes out the window, secondary market gets destroyed. But they just flooded out and be like, here you go. You can you don't have to buy a Doom Masters Black Lotuses anymore. We're gonna get you brand new lotuses, as many as you want. <laughs> Moxes, duels, I don't care anymore. You're gonna you're gonna purchase some dual masters just to get that black lotus? It it looks pretty cool, I admit. <laughs> and, and I know this is Dual Masters has a long history and I'd have to reread again about kind of how the game even works, as I to me it's confusing. Uh, but that they've had lots of magic references or like basically direct card. Yeah, not ripoffs because it's it's just, legal, but yeah. basically using the same mechanics in that game, which I thought mm-hmm. was just fascinating. Wasn't that it was Kaijudo here in the states, correct? And then it was it Dual Masters there, and I guess I don't. Oh, okay. I feel like I don't remember much about what happened to the one here. I thought it uh, didn't. Yeah, didn't thrive. Um, oh, a reserve list lawsuit is brought by uh, Vincent, and I guess there is. I don't. I guess I am not a lawyer, so I'm curious, like, what would be the, I guess, a legal basis for, you know, this is a privately owned company. Um, oh, uh, this is, oh, dual mask came at the same time. Um, okay. So I, I feel like hedge fund company, they could do whatever they want, but they probably will respect the reserve list. But yeah. it seems like that has to be a pretty tempting. If I'm looking to maximize the value in a company like in a year, that's a, that's a, an easy one to do. You could sell secret layer, you know, beta. Oh, what's secret layer beta? Oh, it's it's five moxes and a lotus. <laughs> that wow, we guys we made like a mil- we made like ten million dollars in the last minute. Imagine if they did it like the uh, remember back with the original Zendikar with the treasures that they could put in there. <laughs> every and pack has every did you pack get one too. I did. They had yeah. something. They slid those in there. Man, if they they think they're selling cards now. Oh, that that was pretty cool. Like. That was you know, kind of hearing the the organic stories from like the previous people. Like there was like a like a mana, uh, was it a like a chaos orb? You know something really strange. Like there was like one of these in the pack. Everybody's like, "Well, you're all liars." And then it clearly came out that this was probably true. true. And seeing mm-hmm. that evolve over a day was fun. It's a low chance. Huh? 
I don't know. I think hedge funds are going to take whatever chance they can get to, to make that million dollars. Because uh, cause, uh, as we were talking before the show, is I, I love B-movies, but close to that love of B-movies is old Disney Channel original movies. So me and uh, me and my daughter, we watched Jungle to Jungle uh, yesterday. <laughs> Do you remember that one with Tim Allen? No, Where he's like the hedge fund, jungle. like sells futures, but his wife left him to be a doctor in like the, the Amazon and they <laughs> never told him about his son. So he goes to get her to his divorce papers. He wants to marry a, like a supermodel. And she's like, Oh, Hey, we have a son. I don't remember his name. Even from yesterday, we just saw the movie. Uh, basically great white hope sort of a thing going on, but there he brings him back to New York from the, from the jungle and hilarity ensues, you know, sort of fish out of water story. Is this the uh, Mimi Siku Cromwell? Yeah. Mimi Siku. Mimi Siku. There you go. So, um, yeah. And then just, yeah, go figure. We, uh, uh, genius. Oh, there's so many good Disney Channel original movies like from the 80s. And I have to give Disney Plus credit because Jungle to Jungle from I think the early 90s. So this is early Tim Allen. They clearly did not. They, they basically just dumped the VHS tape because it clearly <laughs> is not. It, it looks to be maybe 480p tops uh, on that. Like, you know, med school apartment, we got the we had the combo 10-inch TV with the VHS player built into it on top of the fridge because that's how much room you had. Yeah. And I had like a handful of tapes that I would just shove in there to watch while making dinner. <laughs> yeah, I, I've not seen Jungle to Jungle. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to remind my children and see if I can uh, punish, I mean, watch that with them. Oh, I, I love making them watch these always. <laughs> They, they every once in a while they'll really get into one that most of them they just they really don't like very much. It's like, yeah. nope, this one was a treasure when I was a child, so you shall enjoy it too. <laughs> so uh, Disney Plus has to be one of the best values that I can think of right now for me personally for what would I get out of it. Yeah, I do enjoy Disney Plus with the kids. I'm trying to think of what other. Oh yeah, and also kind of before too. Again, we're just. In general, we'll talk about magic news on this show, kind of things that we're enjoying that we're playing. Uh, we'll bring up fun facts, like helping one of the kids with a biology project. I did not realize uh, a platypus, platypi, yeah, uh, a platypus. Uh, I, I think I knew that it was the one egg-laying mammal. I think I remember that fact. The one fact I didn't know about is also it's the only mammal that has venom. Yeah, it has venom in their back on their back or like, whatever. It's like the claw, right? Like yeah. on like yep. the back leg. I was just like. Yeah. What a weird, I mean, it's just, A, just have the eggs and the, the look and then venom in a mammal yeah. is just bizarre. Uh, and, th- and then I scarred them emotionally for the rest of their lives, I think, last night. So I was just like, well, since we're talking about weird animals, have you girls heard about the mystery about the male anglerfish? And they're like, no. the male an- like anglerfish? And like, I show them a picture. I think most <laughs> people kind of recognize it's a very classic deep sea animal. With like, That's the glassy female. eyes, big spiky maw, <laughs> yes. little light that hangs yep. out. And it's like, those are all female. Female. Yeah. And literally for years, people are like, we're just not catching them. Like, where are all the boys? Where are the boy angler fish? Nope. Why do all these girls have these weird little lumpies on them? Like little uh, tentacle things. Oh, that's the, the degraded like zombie husk of the boys. Is yep. basically they, And apparently the male anglerfish don't even have like a digestive tract. Like they, they can only live for so long, basically, until they connect to a female I also, I'm not sure how the mating part, I'm not sure where, how, it go, what goes where when they do this. Cause they're tiny little things. Yeah. And then they basically die and like get That's absorbed by the, it's like, man, nature is weird sometimes. Yeah, it is. That is. Yeah. Don't they just, I thought they just attach on and just basically meld it. Like 
basically meld into them. Meld into the feet, which that's when we see those angler fish where that's a female. And then you look, you're like, what's that weird looking? That's kind of a, like a, it's not a tail. Like, it's kind of like sticking off the yeah, side, that, like sticking off. That's, that's the male. There, I'd like to see like the, the the female angler, like you know, prostitute, where there's like just covered with them, you know, just like six hundred little uh, little appendages. Be like, that one's really pop. That one's popular. <laughs> but that's going to uh, be stuck in my head all day now. Is the the the, the prostitute anglerfish? Um, yep. And then for next episode, we'll talk about my personal favorite animal in the world, which is there's my alarm, uh, which is the naked mole rat. There you go. Oh, we'll talk so about that one. You can watch Kim Possible then Disney Plus to get uh, caught up on that too. Oh, I, I will. I, that there was one, that was one of my biggest excitements. We went to Disney World a few years ago to Animal Kingdom, and they have a naked mole rat colony that you can go like oh. see. And everybody's just like everybody just runs by because they're like the ugliest animal in the world. Oh they, yeah, yeah. Every picture looks like a penis. I mean, they yeah, all look they're like atrocious looking. They're horrible. Like a well. <laughs> Circumcised versus uncircumcised, depending on the mole rat. Uh, they all look like penises. Um, and what we did find out is they all have like this grotesque, like little hairs coming off of them. Those are called sympathy hairs. They call them sympathy hairs. I don't sympathy know why, hairs? but they're called sympathy hairs. All right. Well, I believe I know what I'll be looking up tonight. Yeah, look so. up sympathy hairs. Is and that, that going to be a don't Google this? Is that what we should? Uh, no, I, th- th- well, I guess I, I Google this specifically <laughs> with mole rats. That that one is user discretion. I'll say as advice. Um, but yes, uh, again, we're going to be planning to bring you some kind of magic news, random stuff every week. It's fun to be back. It's been a long time. Uh, thank you, Brent, for joining me. And hopefully, uh, you know, no pressure, but we'll try to have you join us as much as humanly possible. It's great. It's nice. It's because I kind of wanted to be sort of a dad cast too, anyways, because that's where <laughs> I'm at in life. So it's nice to have another magic dad um, who would get excited about things like angler for stories. <laughs> And Vincent usually would kind of help us here as well. <laughs> Vincent doesn't get Disney Plus. Again, Vincent, you probably have to be over the age of 40 and starting to worry about your prostate health to really fully value Disney Plus. Um, you know, you're getting to the age of like, do I start putting Metamucil in my in my like my alcoholic beverages at this mm-hmm. point? Wasn't that the joke about the Super Bowl halftime? If you if you recognize these artists at the Super Bowl this year, you're oh, yeah, your you're quite due for colonoscopy. <laughs> yep. Very true. <laughs> Even though Snoop Dogg, he is some of the comedy stuff he's done is just hilarious. Him voicing over animal videos that I've seen. Oh, were, is it maybe yeah. Jimmy Kimmel? I can't remember where he does yeah. it, but it, Plazanet no. Animal or whatever. Yeah, or Animal An- Plazanet or Anim- yeah, and I think it's yeah. Animal Plazanet. Oh man, those are <laughs> run, run! <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pre- pretty close to the Honey Badger stuff. So yes, like, yeah, he's good. Um, well, but yeah, we'll be joining. This was just kind of we're kind of getting back in the groove. Um, the alarm we heard is me have to go pick up kids. Uh, but again, we'll probably be recording on Wednesdays. It's called Monday Night Magic. Just don't think about it. Um, <laughs> we'll be bringing it back. It should be appearing hopefully on all the major types, places for getting podcasts like Spotify and Apple and iTunes. And yeah, I'm excited to be back because it's fun to podcast and fun to play magic again. Good to hear your voice again, Tom. It's always good. You as well, Brent. You as well. <laughs> And to Thank see you. and to see you like in yeah, real person, I've never seen Brett before, <laughs> and seeing his very cool office area is kind of fun to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we'll be back soon, and we'll see if this auto audio balancing works. This, this will be amazing if it does Perfect. It for me. So normally, I'm get this is about a 15 minute episode. I'm guessing future ones will probably be a little bit longer. Just for prepare. Awesome. Talk All to right, you later. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>